the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yeah, 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 here I am. Welcome to the First Life Andrea K. Show of 2022, baby. Oh, my. Yeah, oh, my is right. Y'all miss me? (laughs) I'm not sure I missed working when we had two four-day holiday weekends in a row, child. I got a little, I got a little lazy. But you know what? As soon as I hear that music and it just, it's time to share this hour with you guys, I just get pumped, excited. I'm excited for 2022. Uh, even though there's poll numbers out that uh, hopium, as some people are calling it, hopism, hopium, uh, is uh, is on short supply. Uh, people aren't too excited about the prospects of 2022. I am. It's time to start anew for 2022. Glad to have you guys here with me. 888-344-1170. Speaking of 2022, we've got my favorite technocracy expert, Patrick Wood is going to be here after the first uh, break of the show to share with you what he thinks we can expect from the technocrats who he says are actually in control globally, not the politicians. And he's going to explain that as well as uh, what uh, a few possibilities of what he thinks the technocrats might be pulling out of their sleeve to continue to double down on the control of our lives. Those topics and more. If you're watching, follow me on all the socials at Andrea K and Andrea K show. If uh, you're watching right now on the answer San Diego Facebook page, I know I'm looking a little short cause I'm missing my booster pillow. I don't take no booster shots, baby, but I got a booster pillow. I'm used to sitting on <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> otherwise I look like I'm a, I'm a five-year-old uh, sitting here. But anyway, uh, if you are watching there, keep those comments rolling. I do check them out, even though I can't always read them on the air. I do read those comments there and you guys are the best of the best. You were the best of my 2021, all my friends out there in uh, social media world, particularly on Facebook. And just, I appreciate you guys so much. Speaking of appreciation, I appreciate this man so much. Looking forward to spending another year uh, around the, uh, uh, how do they say it when a birthday, another year around the sun? I'm looking forward to another year around the sun with this man right here. It's DJ Potato Skins. Yesterday, I met in this very room with DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Here's to another trip around the sun. And, you know, it's uh, one of the many things I do for the Andrea K show. I actually get Andrea's booster seat ready, mm-hmm. not a booster shop, but a booster seat, <laughs> so she can be seen in all her gloriousness. On the webcam, and we'll be getting that for her shortly. <laughs> Thank you, darling. Um, uh, I'm glad you seem refreshed. Glad you, I do. You, I'm yeah, very refreshed. You had a great New Year. A little too used to the four day weekend, as you mm-hmm. and I were talking off the air. I need one more. Yep. Um, I was thinking about asking you. I, I forgot to ask you to play a certain song, a certain intro, because uh, I don't know if you heard of the new, the new strain that's happening around the world. Let me see if you, let me see if you're going to guess it. By me trying to recreate this song. My Flurona. (laughs) Have you heard of that? It's real. They're now saying that the newest strain is not even the Omicron. It's a combination of COVID and the flu. The Flurona babies. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Just you in, cannot make this you, stuff you up. You can't make it up. Hopefully not not everybody changed the station with me attempting to sing. Well, see, that's what happened with the flu, Andrea. It didn't go away. It merged with the Rona, and now we have the Rona flu. Well, it's what we talked about last week. One of the reasons why the CDC pulled, as of December 31st, these PCR tests that everybody is still trying to take across the country right now, Mad Dash, all these healthy people waiting in line with no symptoms for the government to tell them whether or not they're sick, right, is that these tests were based upon uh, the virus that was isolated to create these tests was the cold, and the CDC has admitted that they cannot tell the difference these tests between the flu, the Rona, the, the this, because the, coronavirus is just another virus. Right? Does it make so, sense to you yet? Because yeah. it makes sense to me. Yeah. So it, it, and what's interesting as we as we delve into some of the breaking news on this and what's going on with the with Omicron, uh, for example, uh, there was a study that was done, a Danish study that was done over at one of the institutes in uh, how did the cool kids say it? Copenhagen, right? That's how we read Copenhagen. Uh, there's some um, the University of Copenhagen Statistics Denmark and Staten Serum Institute. This is where supposedly all the smartest of the smarty pants, um, you know, do do research studies. They found that um, they of their study, which involved twelve thousand households in in, um, in Denmark, and I believe they are almost ninety percent jabbed over there. I do not use the term vaccinated because these are not vaccines. Um, What they have found is that it spreads, Omicron spreads, because right now Omicron is the excuse right now for continuing to push for mandates, and it's it's, it's an excuse to continue. even though it's less lethal, Andrea. Right. It, well, it's it's what they're doing is it's it's the latest panic porn, and it's going to feed into our our segment coming up with Patrick Wood. Um, according to this Danish study, it spreads almost three times faster in those um, who it spreads twice as fast in those that are fully vaccinated and over three times as fast, if not almost four times as fast in those that have received the booster shots. You have to ask yourself why you would be more likely to get a virus if you've gotten the shot. Why would you be more likely to get the variant of, of the virus if you've got the shot than than? Those that hadn't gotten the shot. It seems to me, Andrea, get, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, it seems like this therapeutic, because it's not a vaccine, uh, weakens your immune system. That's the only thing that I can come to a conclusion on. It's 2.61 times higher for fully vaccinated, 3.66 times higher for booster vaccinated. They go on to say that uh, something else that came out with this variant of concern is that it has a short doubling time. Um, so it gets it gets worse. It replicates quicker. Um, but it's far less deadly. Even Fauci, in fact, uh, let me lead in. Even Fauci has admitted that um, uh, this is not uh, this is not deadly. That that many of the hospitalizations they're continuing to try to push the panic uh, porn out there on us. That this variant it is more contagious, um, but it, that it's just as bad from a, a death standpoint, and it's not. What we ha- do we have uh, hospitalizations on the increase? Yes, even Fauci admitted though and particularly with children, that the hospitalizations with children are children with COVID, not from COVID. There's a difference. There's a huge difference. What we've got is a problem of people so scared to death to test positive. They're so full of panic, so catastrophizing from the anxiety disorder that's been planted in their brain that healthy individuals are waiting for hours to get tested, 
right? And in many cases, they're rushing to the emergency rooms. And what's happened here in, in San Diego is that, uh, you know, uh, we've got our hospitals here in San Diego being overrun by people going there to be tested because they've got a sniffle. Where in your life, in your history, Skins, did you ever rush to the emergency room because you felt a little tiny bit of an ache or, or a sniffle? You don't oh, rush I, to the Oh, I can tell room. you in two seconds. I have never done that, never would I ever, ever do that. It's, no. it's not, you just don't do that. Right. So we're, we're overwhelming our hospitals. We already knew before Omicron that, uh, that our hospitals are, are always on the brink of being full because they cannot afford to operate at 50% capacity, right? Hotels cannot afford to continue it to operate. It has nothing to do with COVID. No, you, you, you cannot have nurse Nurses and 24-hour people sitting around with with an empty hospital, right? So that it's about managed care and, and seeing how they can kind of like a hotel, right? How many do how many rooms are they going to have open so that they've got enough patients to be able to afford the systems, right? Um, so we've got people because they're so panicked flooding our hospitals, and then of course they've got to be seen when they get there. Stop making it harder for people who might actually need emergency care from getting the care that they need. I'm starting to get really angry at the people that have allowed their brains to be so corrupted with panic that they're actually feeding this nonsense. And I don't know how we get people to end the psychosis that everybody's talking about, which is mass formation. Maybe that's one reason why we're seeing a shift in narrative on the part of the Biden administration. Huge shift. Huge shift on the part of the CDC, Fauci himself, and those in the media. Uh, hat tip to Ben Shapiro, who did a list of just some of the items that are, are some quite significant shifts in terms of the narrative that's being shared. Yeah, um, go over all of them, then we'll give our reasons why we think they're actually right. doing the shift. Um, Leanna Wynn, which is a doctor uh, who has been pushing a lot of COVID panic, was on CNN. She said cloths, cloth masks are ineffective against Omicron. She actually called them facial decorations. That's a huge shift, right? Um, particularly when you when she's got to know and CNN has to know that we under some new statewide mask mandate in California. Number two, the vaccinated can spread and get uh, COVID. They're being honest about that now. They're having to come forth and be honest about that for a while. They can, although Biden st- said today it's still a, a pandemic, pandemic of, the of the unvaccinated, but at least they're being honest that the vaccinated can spread it. That's a major shift because that was that was a lie that they were putting out. Uh, to try to get people to get jabbed. Chris Hayes from MSNBC said the death rate is comparable to the flu. That's huge. That's a huge admission. Because if you think about the death rate being comparable to the flu, then we never needed any of these lockdowns. We never needed one kid to stay home from school. We never needed one person to to lose their job. We never needed one. That may be the biggest one out of all of them. Yeah. Yes. You were lied to. Number four, and this is an important one from Fauci, and we touched on it recently. Many people are entering hospitals with COVID, not from COVID. So why, Fauci? Why? Because you told them to, because you made people so panicked. You made people fearful. You also denied therapeutics, Fauci, and stopped people from being able to get early treatments. And so case count meant caskets to them. And so they're rushing to the hospital at the first sign of being sick and also to be tested because you guys are pushing out testing. They're also in hospitals now. Our hospitals are also overwhelmed. And it also goes back to the fact that um, one of the reasons why they're overcounting is because hospitals have been paid to overcount people. They were compensated to put people uh, to list deaths as COVID, even though it was not from COVID. They were compensated to put people on ventilators. You could go in from a motorcycle accident, and that was actually how you died. But if you had, if you had COVID, you died of COVID. Exactly. Another one from Fauci. 
He's finally talking about natural immunity. He says it's a reason that Omicron hasn't been as virulent. So for him to finally start speaking, the he had truth, no choice. He had no choice. But think about think about what he's saying here. Natural immunity is it, one of the reasons why he's saying this without completely coming out and being honest. Who has natural immunity? Those that have not had the shots, right? Or, but then we don't know how many people might have had natural immunity before it was compromised by being jabbed. The next one is from the CDC. We have to take into account societal needs, not just spread prevention. Now, this is this is the way he couched this is a little bit different than than the Listen way to the wording. The wording is a little bit different. What she what she actually admitted when she was questioned, uh, the head of the CDC, Walensky or whatever her name is, when she was questioned about why did you go from fourteen days if you test positive fourteen days on quarantine to five, and she admitted that it was based upon what society was willing to put up with at this point was basically what she said. What society will allow that should tell you everything as well. Not just that that we're looking at a flu case death, death death rate the same as the flu, but what society will allow that every bit of this, and this is going to lead into Patrick Wood's technocracy segment, it's all about societal engineering. The NFL admitted, and this is another big one, that the asymptomatic should not be tested. Well, if the asymptomatic should not be tested, then that means the asymptomatic are not the spreaders. Remember, we were told we were the super spreaders, right? The asymptomatic. And now the truth is out. And the, and the reason why the NFL is saying this is because they're tired of, of not being able to make the money that they would make because they've been following along with this insanity. Number eight, and this is Biden. We should focus on hospitalizations and deaths, not case rate. There's a couple of reasons why Biden might be saying this. Because the push for Kate to make this a case demic is not good for him politically, right? Because it, it you know, it makes him look bad because he had promised he was going to end uh, th- this virus, which was something you can never do. You're never going to end a cold. Nobody ever paid attention to how many people had the cold around the country before. Um, those are the two. The other two, uh, Shapiro doesn't quite quote uh, that I had his source for that. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to get into... The, the, the technocracy plans for 2022 that even though the left here is trying to shift the narratives away from the technocracy plans of social engineering and the panic porn and the chaos, that's still going to be very much in play in 22. They're just probably going to be shifting their tactics a little bit to fool you. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. A.K. Dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Breaking news here in San Diego that the Scripps School District is shutting down all, quote, out-of-season sports. I'm not even sure what that means, but what I do know is that 13-year-old volleyball players aren't, you know, have a 99.999% chance of recovery from this cold that's going around called the Omicron. I, this is just absolutely outrageous. If you're a parent, and I'm seeing some parents on the, on the TV that are really angry about this. What did I say before the break scans? I said, they don't, don't, even though the left is shifting their narrative in a variety of different elements. They have elements, not given up the end game. They have not given up. This is about, this is about societal engineering and control. Communism. It, it, it is. And it's also about technocracy. And that's why Patrick Wood joins me now. He's here. He's got a great article out 
um, about uh, beware of 2022. Technocracy's war against humanity is set to continue. They may be shifting a narrative a little bit to making it seem like they're going to ease up. Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe it really is about science. Maybe they really are paying attention and they're adjusting and we're going to get some freedoms back along the way, but don't even believe it for a second. And um, I'm glad to have you back with me, Patrick Wood. Thank you for being here. Andrea, my pleasure to be with you today. Thank you. Thank you uh, for what you're doing. So um, there's so much to get into in this technocracy stuff. One of the things that in your article that you talk about is, um, and I'm kind of going a little bit in reverse order, but looking into 2022, that there's going to be some positive, quote, good news headlines. It might appear as though uh, people have got reason to be hopeful, right? And um, and I think um, that's what's at play when in my opening segment, I went through a lot of different line items of how the how Fauci himself, the, the lefties in the media are starting to shift a little bit in their narrative, admitting some things that aren't tr- true initially with COVID. And I think that's to lull us into thinking that the powers that be are actually willing to adjust and be honest with us and that they're actually following the science. Well, what they are is they're following the technocracy movement that's been around since I think 1938, according to you, and they're not going to give up on it. Correct? Not hardly. Not hardly they aren't. And um, uh, you're absolutely right. You know, what, what we see kind of appearing now, I see the beginnings of it, is what we call hopium. Hopium is like a drug. It's, it's very much like heroin. Um, because when people get starved uh, and for hope and they get saturated with fear, there comes a time when they crave something that just gives them a little shred of hope that it's not going to last this way forever. And we're at that stage right now. I think that over the Christmas holidays, it really kind of hit bottom. And mm-hmm. people now are so ready to, to latch on to anything that will just give them a little bit of hope that things are going to get better. There's a great danger in that. As you know, if you read the article, there's a great danger mm-hmm. in that. Is a lot of people are going to sit back and say, oh, thank goodness it's all over. You know, we, we're going to be okay. And, uh, you know, they're not going to run over us like a steamroller and, mm-hmm. and people sit back and just kind of take it easy. And, well, that, that's the worst thing we can do at this point. We need vigilance on these people to the very, very end. Absolutely. And it's and it's actually part of the manipulation. It's not unlike somebody that, you know, a, an abusive, uh, uh, you know, woman who has been so beat on and so beat on. And then uh, finally, finally, the husband decides to be nice to her or you're a woman or somebody's being held hostage and they're finally allowed a little glimpse of sunshine and they're so grateful for it and glad um, that, you know, it almost makes them, you know, grateful and, and actually have affection for their captor in that moment. I don't know if that's the same as Stockholm syndrome, but I think that's what's at play here. I mean, we have become so compliant and submissive as a society that when the prospect of such a, a, a tiny little bit of freedom and people feel like they've actually gotten something, you know, a, a freedom that's been taken from me. You don't get a thank you if you let me have a few moments where I don't have to wear a mask. That's right. You're right. And it, there, there's a lot of similarities to the Stockholm syndrome here. And I, I think a lot of people really have fallen into that where they have learned to love their captor. And those are the people, I, excuse me for saying this, but those are the people you see driving down the street on a clear day with the window open wearing two masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see uh, it all the time. Um, as one of the things that you talk about, and I want people to understand and be educated on technocracy here. And of course, this is, you know, um, going back, I think you've even got a quote in this article, uh, the technocrat that de- defined their objectives. This goes back to 1938. 
um, that, and you say here, technocracy is the science of social engineering, the scientific operation of the entire social mechanism to produce and distribute goods and services to the entire population. For the first time in human history, it will be done as a scientific technical engineering problem. I, I read that today and I thought this could be lifted right off of the CDC or right off something Fauci would say in terms of um, the solution for COVID being scientific technical engineering. Well, that's right. And the, the technocrat mind uh, always has a technical solution to any problem we bring up. It doesn't matter what the problem is. There's always a scientific solution. And that's we see this today as pretty obvious with, uh, with the whole COVID thing. But this goes throughout society. You name a problem. You've got global warming. Oh, there's, there's a scientific solution to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, any problem that possible, possibly can exist, these people pop up and say, well, what we need is more technology. And, That's and, what they're saying at nations, for instance, with sustainable development. Well, we need more technology, more development to bail us out of all these horrible things that are happening in the world. It's like, guys, no, we don't need more technology. In fact, I want to stress, I am not anti-technology. I don't want anybody to think that. I love technology. But when it's used to enslave me, Excuse mm-hmm. me, I take exception. <laughs> I don't want any part of it. Right, and that's really the goal. That's why um, we need to invest in green energy solutions. Let me translate for you. That means uh, that they want to be able to control uh, our lives, right? Because that's that's the, the that's what these technological advancements are all about. Ultimately, it's about how that they can pretend that they're solving a problem. Most of the time, it's a problem they created that they manufactured, and then the solution always involves us losing control over our lives. And, um, and, and one of the things I thought that was really important that you mentioned is the concept of order out of chaos, that technocracy thrives on order, structure, and predictability, but it uses chaos to get there. Explain. Boy, isn't that, isn't that ironic? It hardly doesn't make sense. But you heard the old statement uh, from people in the last 15 years. I've heard it many, many times. Never let a good crisis go to waste. That has been the, tech, the, the, the global elite mindset for as long as I can remember, going back to the late 1970s. Um, whether a good crisis is created or whether it just happens, it uh, doesn't matter in one sense because they can always take advantage of that crisis to their own purposes, to their own end. So when, when we have a, whatever the crisis might be, and like, let's just say COVID is a crisis and global warming is a crisis. And uh, so they, they fan the flames of chaos during the crises to bring their form of order into the rest of society. It's not paying any attention to it. So when the crisis goes away, people wake up and lo and behold, they're, they're trapped even further into this network of technocracy. This is how it works for these people. Right. Um, one of the things that you talk about in your article is, is you, you reference somebody this past weekend, what was trending everywhere was mass formation and the global psychosis. And you talk in your article, I guess, a Dr. Matthias Desmay, I don't know if, or Desmond, I'm not sure. Uh, he was the one that really began the concept of mass formation, global delusion. He says it's predicated on four conditions that must first be met. The masses must feel alone and isolated. That's what perfect reason for why we had to lock down perfectly healthy people into their homes and shut down schools. Number two, their lives must feel pointless and meaningless. Well, when you're, when you're not able to go to school as a kid and, and, and participate in the sport for which you've dedicated your time in your life, when you're not able to teach, when you're not able to, 
to go to work and run the business you've spent your life building when you're lot you know you you don't have when you're not able to lead your congregation where's your purpose right um, right. Number three, the masses then must experience constant free-floating anxiety and free-floating frustration and aggression. Help us understand those last two. Check. I know. <laughs> check and check and check. Right. Um, what free-floating means is a psychological term, and what it means is that there's no discernible source for the anxiety or the aggression. You know how sometimes you wake up in the morning and you just feel like mad at everybody? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to kick the dog. You can't, you don't really know why you're feeling that way. Or if you're anxious and, you know, why am I anxious? Why am I feeling that way? Mm-hmm. But you can't really put a finger on it. That's free floating. That's what that means. And uh, this is a very important part of this mass formation is that people become anxious and they become frustrated to the point of aggression that they cannot put their finger on and explain. If they could, they'd do something about it, but they can't. It just gets worse and worse. And that's, I'll tell you, that's why people's minds eventually just snap mm-hmm. and they fall this mass formation uh, syndrome. Well, and also is one of the reasons why we've got so much um, suicide, particularly in young people, why we've got such a rise in addiction, gaming addiction, um, uh, drug and alcohol addictions. We had our... Um, our medical examiner, I think it was here in the state of California, finally admitted that six months or a year ago that we had far more deaths of, uh, I believe it was opioid um, uh, overdoses and people dying from drug addiction far more than COVID. And so that's that, that's a, a, a crisis that was manufactured here. So that that just goes to show right there that this was never about if you if you ever thought that this was about public health, it clearly wasn't. Um, will you stay over the break with me, Patrick Wood? Sure. Thank you. Yeah, because what I want to get into next with him is how they've worked, how the technocrats have worked now that everybody understands this mass formation everybody's talking about. I want Patrick Wood to explain to you guys what he talks about in, in this article, how they've worked mass formation to their benefit, and then who's in control and what we can expect the technocrats to do in 2022. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Facebook at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. Um, during the break, I was on uh, the Facebook live stream, and one of our, you know, Family members out there on Facebook, Yasmin was saying that they, I guess they've identified 48 strains now. Of, I, I, I can't even say it without laughing, Patrick Wood, because that's the, that's the level of the, these technocrats. They're not going to give up to the degree to where they want this to continue to where they're going to manufacture 40. They're now saying there's 48 strains. We'll never be done with this. They're never going to release the grip on us, will they, Patrick Wood? They will not. And here's the problem. The technocracy is filled with concepts of tyranny. It always has been. And tyranny, we know a lot about tyranny, actually, because it's appeared in other types of uh, political movements like communism and Marxism and fascism and so on. Tyranny never retreats. It is not possible for tyranny to retreat. Once it in, is, is in the heart of man, tyranny will not retreat on its own unless it is thoroughly and fully conquered by the opposing force. Mm-hmm. This is the problem today with these people. They, they just keep coming back. When you think you've slapped them back, you know, for a few months or years or whatever, you let your guard down and all of a sudden they're knocking on the door again and we're back to the same old stuff. So this, 
you're right. This will not go away until America and other countries in the world thoroughly and completely reject these people, their ideology, their ideas, and their policies. This must happen if we're going to turn back the tide of tyranny in the world. Absolutely. I mean, if, you know, not to pat myself on the back, but if everybody like me had said from the beginning, no, absolutely not. These, th- this doesn't make sense. It's not passing the smell test. Z- you know, put your, set your emotions aside and your fear aside and just look the models that they're using. None of it's making sense. We're not going to be like Italy. And, you know, uh, freedom is always our first answer in the United States of America and individual liberty. And that's it. Right. And, you know, had we, had we just not go- done the stupid 14 days to flatten the curve. And then when they wanted to do these, mandates if we had just said as americans across the country no we wouldn't be in the pickle we're in right now and and it's yeah. because it's because people are trusting their government aren't they patrick wood when they when are. you when you're very clear in your article and this is something i haven't heard anybody else talk about nobody else is doing segments on technocracy and on the technocrats and who they are and 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 people are actually thinking they're uh, that our elected officials are going to save us when according to you we can't be looking to the government to set things right because they're not actually in control. It's the technocrats who are. They are in control right now. That's right. And our government is basically impotent. And the governments of the world, it's not just us. It's everywhere. Look at, look at Australia. That used to be the bastion, really, of liberty and freedom in the world. They were a, a huge proponent of liberty. And they're, many, most segments in, in Australia now are completely captivated mm-hmm. by this, uh, this, this craziness. And it happened in just the course of like one year. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Some other things you mentioned in your how, how the technocrats have worked mass formation to their benefit. The national and global identification systems have become mainstream. The U.S. government, they we now have, we were promised it wouldn't happen, that there wouldn't be a database on uh, the, vac- quote, vaccinated in this country. We have it. We already have now uh, vaccine passports in New York City and New Orleans and Chicago. And that's that's going to spread. Um, so as, as you put it, the um, control over propaganda and suppression of free speech and dissent, we already know that, um, control over travel. Um, you mentioned here also, uh, somewhere in your article, I don't see it right here, um, I think that's what's coming in 2022 has to do with our digital currency. Um, but, but in particular, what one of the things you mentioned that they've already worked to their benefit is the conduit of needle to arm has been firmly established to endlessly feed genetically modified substances into the human population. That's pretty scary, isn't it? Very scary. Like, you know, this has nothing to do with success on beating a disease. And it's obvious now because so many people that actually took these shots are contracting COVID anyway, and many of them are dying. So it it didn't have a whole lot to do with uh, with a, a reasonable and legitimate effort to control a disease. There had to be some other motive that these people had, and I suggest it is just this: to get that to get that uh, to get people used to the idea of taking this new type of injection, which is based on messenger RNA, and in India, based on DNA now, direct DNA uh, uh, shots uh, that are, and when I say DNA and messenger RNA, these are synthetic substances. These yeah. these were cooked up on a computer, made in a laboratory, and mm-hmm. shot into your body. Yeah, This is what this is all about, and it's not going to stop because, unfortunately, many people who have taken the shot now around the world their immune systems have been so compromised 
that they will be dependent on further vaccines for further other diseases that come along. Otherwise, their immune system simply is not capable of handling it. See, I think it's even bigger than that. I think it's ultimately about just getting us into the collective because you talk, let's talk about the big three threats to watch in 2022. Um, you know, um, uh, uh, I'm not sure if you mentioned this in the, in here, but uh, no, you you mentioned that the, um, you said the systemic failure of major financial infrastructure. You said this would necessitate rigid digital identities for Internet passports, a takeover of digital currencies. I think they're already laying the groundwork for that. See, for for us to, 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 to come under full control of the technocrats, they needed to get us into the mindset of the, being a part of the collective and that being part of the collective in a technology standpoint, right, to where we would have these passports on our phones. I'm seeing I'm still seeing signs everywhere that uh you know we don't accept cash because there's a coin shortage which is just us to get us into a digital uh currency and get away from cash but what you're talking about here is some type of created issue um uh, systemic failure like hacking into the global financial market as an excuse then to usher us permanently under a digital currency system correct Yes, yes. And this has been scripted out and simulated uh, within the last 12 months, by the way, by the by organizations uh, tied to the global elite, much like uh, COVID was scripted and simulated with event 201 in mm-hmm. 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're holding these simulations now uh, on how the world will, will respond to say things. You, we have ways to make you respond that way. See, mm-hmm. um, but they're scripted, they're scripting it out and they're running these simulations based on some major new black swan hacking event that will take down some part of the system that people cannot live without. Um, I don't know what that would be yet, but you know, the idea is, yep, there's going to be another catastrophe. All right. And it's going to be one that people absolutely fly into a panic. I mean, just imagine any given city, just imagine a city like Los Angeles or San Diego, for instance, if somehow you could wave a magic wand and every uh, cell phone that's, that's held in the hand or owned by, let's say, just a teenager, let's say you could wa- wave that wand and all of a sudden all those phones would simply just die. They'd shut off and they couldn't be turned back on. Well, we had a, we had a situation here years ago in San Diego to where we had a... We had a blackout of such that you couldn't even get gas. And it was immediate and yep. it was across most of San Diego County to the degree to where you couldn't, ATMs wouldn't work. Uh, you couldn't pump, you gas, gas pumps wouldn't work. People were stranded and couldn't make the 45 minute or hour commute home. People were stranded on the side of the road. Uh, it went on for hours. Nobody had electricity in their homes. Um, it, 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 it you couldn't shop in a grocery store. Um, I mean, everything was completely shut down, and I've never experienced anything like it. I'm not saying it was a dry run, but what I'm saying is some type of of catastrophe in our in our financial infrastructure could create such a panic um, that it could certainly get people to go, oh yes, if if government te- if the technocrats have a solution, I'm in. That kind of ties into number two, where you talk about supply chain failure. Um, the oh, panic, man. the panic that we already had with our supply chains going back into 2020, where people, you couldn't get toilet paper, right? You couldn't get water in the stores because people were hoarding. The panic that yeah. we had at that point laid the foundation for if they wanted to do something using the supply chain to leave us um, vulnerable at for control, 
Um, but you all, and then you, your third is a stock market or real estate route. If we've got a bubble that burst, what can happen is, and they could manufacture that easily with the real estate because you think about how far reaching the real estate industry is and the, and the, the people that work and somehow related to the real estate industry from the hard hats to, um, bu- building materials and the Home Depots. I mean, just it goes on and on and on. That if they wanted to burst this housing bubble, the reverberations on that would be serious. Yes, absolutely. And this this is being kind of forecasted by a lot of financial experts that I follow uh, for this year for 2022. That the Fed is already committed to be draining liquidity out of the market this year, or uh, just out of the economy in general, not just the stock market. And what that means is there will be less cash available for things like investing in stocks and real estate. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if that happens, if, if the right trigger is, is pulled on this, uh, it could turn into a, a full-blown route in a, in a country minute. Well, it could. And they know that we're – and it's one of the reasons why – uh, they're, the Biden administration and, uh, are doing things that they know are putting us on the brink of such in- inflation to where we might end up um, with interest rates like we were back in the 80s where, you know, buying a home, your, your mortgage was over 20 uh, percent. We've yeah. got we've got the greatest amount of debt um, per consumer, I think, in, in the history. And if and if for interest rates and credit card, I mean, we're, we're on a precipice to where they could do some things that would completely cripple us and uh, uh, cripple the American economically if they wanted to. And that would then give them an opportunity to seize more control over us. Um, I, I, you know, I don't usually spend so much time with one guest on my show, but I feel like this is an area that nobody's really talking about, about who the technocrats are and they're in control. Um, that would be that. So let's talk about who they are quickly. It would be the Fauci's, right? Fauci would be a technocrat, wouldn't he? Because the technology here is involving, um, quote, science and our bodies. It would also include even those at the FDA and even those, uh, I think, at the food, you know, yeah, the food and drug with all this. Now they're going to put us into, um, we've got a 50,000 square foot manufacturing, uh, making um, manufactured beef here in this country. We got Bill Gates buying up all of our farmland. Those are some of my ideas. Who do you add to that? Yes. List. Absolutely right. You've got you've got Bill Gates. Certainly, you've got people like Jeff Bezos at, at Amazon. Uh, Jack Dorsey, who used to be with Twitter, uh, he's left there now, and he's working on Bitcoin. Uh, good good luck to all the Bitcoin people. They got Jack Dorsey now, um, and you got people like Elon Musk. And and I have to say, Elon Musk, remember, is the richest man in the world now. He's like over three hundred billion dollars um, to his credit. And Elon Musk's grandfather was the head of the technocracy movement in Canada during the 1930s and 40s. Hmm. He was steeped in, he was raised in a technocrat home, steeped by technocrat philosophy and ideology. And he's living out his upbringing, if you will, as a technocrat. Hmm. Uh, he's not a communist, he's not a Marxist, and he's not a fascist. He's a technocrat. Uh, but we, these people are pretty easy to identify. Once you know what you're looking for, you look for somebody who's standing in the background acting like a you know like a a, a couch uh, quarterback right mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but they're but they're the real deal they're within our and government so, so they're unelected bureaucrats within our government part of the deep state and they're also the big money bag uh behind the scenes that are yeah. using their money uh, to in, and involving themselves in machinations that that move us completely away from what this country was founded on and the end game is for us uh, to be a part of this collective, to be under the thumb of their systems and their, quote, technology 
Um, and, and it's not only a threat to our way of life and a threat to our economy, but a threat to our bodies and our health as well. Patrick yeah. Wood, thank you for spending so much time with me tonight. Tell everybody how they can read your work. Well, they can come to technocracy.news. Uh, that's where everything is right now, and you can read articles every day ongoing. I encourage people also to go to citizensforfreespeech.org, where we are defending and promoting free speech all across America. This well, is really the, the key thing we need to do right now is keep free speech alive. People like you. Yes. I hate to say that. People like you. They're after you. Well, thank you. Yeah, they are after us here. And I may not be Sean Hannity. We're going to talk about him in a minute. But um, but they're after anybody that's got any kind of voice, and even the average individual, which is why, you know, um, they're shadow banning. And uh, they've the Biden administration has hired organizations to come and scrounge around and, and with fake identities to try to suppress uh, the truth. And I uh, thank you for, for being a fierce, uh, you know, uh, voice for the truth. Thank you. My pleasure. Anytime. All right. Stay tuned. We got our final segment coming up. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Facebook at Andrea Kay, spelled K A Y E. And connect with her on ourfreenation.org. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. All right, so we've got January 6th coming up, which uh, the Biden administration, I don't know what festivities they're going to be planning for January 6th, the anniversary. I mean, they're treating this thing, they're acting like in anticipation of it, like it's Pearl Harbor 9-11, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, Ironically, uh, they forgot about 9-11, but this is such a huge deal, Andrea. Well, it's, you know, um, there only one person died that day, and it was an unarmed white woman who was shot dead by a black cop that never, never gave her any warning sign, and she was not a threat to him, and there was other cops standing around. He was, he was not... Uh, prosecuted for anything, so um, they lied. We don't have time to get into all, all, but all of that. They defamed Pelosi's desk. Uh, yeah, yeah. They put their foot foot up. Uh, he, one of the dudes, put a, put his feet up. Well, I saw tonight that I guess uh, we know that uh, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, and others were texting with Trump and other members of the Trump administration on January sixth. Where I guess news reports are tonight that that they want to haul Sean Hannity in before the committee because, quote, he would know Trump's state of mind on that day. State of mind. This is the extent to where there is no end there. Well, it's the extent of where our government is weaponized now against Americans for their politics to where we're now mind reading. Of course, this is an extension of something I've said for many years, why I don't like hate crimes legislation, because that what that does is seek to read the mind of somebody Who's done something that that committed an act, a, a, a crime in in, in in that sense? And um, Trump's state of mind that day—it's absolutely absurd. It's ridiculous. Shame on Liz Cheney for that. But I, I want to wrap the show with this. You know, we've started talking uh, uh, for a while now that it's not enough to come on and com- and complain. You've got to get active. And one of the things you've got to start doing is running for office yourself. And we've got—I think—the last chance for you. Um, to learn what it takes. If you want to run for office in San Diego, they actually have the Republican Party here has the Campaign Academy where you can go and learn um, how to run for office. What what do you do? You know, how do you create a campaign plan? How do you build a, you know, a group of supporters, raise money, et cetera? Um, it starts Friday, January 21st. Um, and and it's, it's Friday the 21st, Saturday the 22nd, and Sunday the 23rd. So um, go to the San Diego Republican uh, Party, San Diego Republicans.org for information. I like and, that. Yeah. And tomorrow I'm going to have a list of 
uh, offices here locally where Democrats are running unopposed. Get in the game. Get active. Run for office. And come back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.